It's the What Did He Said podcast. It's your boy Chingo Bling. Thank y'all for tuning in and subscribing and telling a friend. Happy 2018, man. We're getting off to a great start. I'm kicking off my tour in Tempe, Arizona, February 2nd and the 3rd at the Tempe Improv. Go to ChingoBling.com for tickets and you can see if I'm coming to your city and we bring an exclusive tour merch. It's not available online, only at the venue when we come to your city. All right. Thanks to everybody that voted for the best taco in town. We're going to announce that as well on my Instagram, at Real Chingo Blink. But without further ado, make sure y'all follow my homeboy, at Javi Luna Comedy. And let's start the show. Sass. Sintonizando desde el túnel del Chapo por todo el mundo. <laughs> Damn, son. Damn. It is the What Did He Said podcast Coming at you live from the road, the 361, the Corpitos, broadcasting from the rooftop of the Trade Center. I am your host, Chingo Blingo with the Big Tamarindo. This is episode motherfucking Javi Luna. That's that's the name of the episode, Javi Luna. Yes, sir. Represent Corpitos. Used to be a super altar boy. Now he's a, a comedian that uses hella bad words. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we got Andy in the building. What's up? Boy, Jacob. Yo. And they come together like Voltron to make the Vatos Locos of Comedy. That's right. We're That's like right. the Power Rangers and shit. Pretty much, man. I haven't seen Voltron, so I don't have Oh, I like Voltron. Oh, Voltron's cool. Voltron's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, you more of a Power Ranger dude, bro? Yeah, I grew up on the Power Rangers. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I, guess I, I'm, I guess I'm old. Yeah. I was Voltron. We also have Midnight in the house. We're, we're going to do a separate episode with Midnight. What up, baby, baby? Okay, that was blaring. Put, put it down. Yeah. Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo, so we were out here um, Midnight was headlining At the Mesquite Street Comedy Club In Corpus Christi Downtown Corpus Christi uh, You know, and then It was Avatos Locals of Comedy Night I right. tagged along I got a little guest spot in there yeah. Also, shout out to Danielle Danielle, Danielle Torres Yeah, yeah Danielle. She, she's a, a local comic here in Corpus And she, she's starting to do some stuff with us She did Here and there She's going to join us in Dallas On, on Wednesday for uh, midnight Bringing us out to Dallas To, to do uh, Pink's Pink Lounge Pink, Pink Lounge, Lounge. Yeah, okay. so man I, I had a great time in, in Corpus uh, Just is relaxing Like the weather was good finally Yeah I hadn't felt weather like this In a long time Because fucking Houston Was on some Alaska You got here in time Because it was cold during the week oh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we, it just warmed up for the weekend That's how we were But that room they have there At uh, Mesquite Street uh, I had never done that room and uh, it, it's it's so intimate and cozy, man. Uh, the crowd was great. Yeah, um, it's got a beautiful vibe, man. So I want to I want to come back, man, and practice. Like you know, do just get back in a groove, and we'll see if it, if it could pan out. Because yeah. I got some other shit pending, but I I really just want to come back and just do a handful of shows. We'll see. There you go, man. Cor- Corpus always got love for you. I think we saw that this weekend. As soon as the word got out that yeah. that you, even though you were just dropping a little guest spot, and you know, I think a lot of your fans came out. I know there was people asking about merch and stuff. I was having to point them to the website. Yeah. At Cancun Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, me and Midnight hit the mall and shit just to like. You know, go do that activity, and, mm-hmm. and we were spreading the word. People were like, "Hey, oh, we even we even spread the word to the um, what was that a Texas Patrol? What was that DPS? I think it was the Texas Highway Patrol. Texas yeah. Highway. So midnight and I got pulled over, and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so that happens. That so happens. I, I put my 
For one, I was in my girl's vehicle, so mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck she keeps an insurance card or whatever. And I know I had seen it at the house, and I was like, fuck, it's probably not in here. So I'm lowering my window because mm-hmm. I'm the driver. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's going to come talk to me. No, he's coming up on midnight side. Yeah. He's already like hitting the quarter panel. He's already tapping on the gas tank. He's fucking with, you know, he's looking at tires. He's got his hand on the side. I'm like, geez, like, what are we? Checks. Yeah, he, he, I, I guess he thought I was like drug muling. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that big dude got to be <laughs> yeah, drug he thought, muling. He thought you were, you were Rick Ross and, and Chinga was your driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, this dude getting driven yeah, around. Yeah, he's muling all the yeah. way from Laredo. <laughs> Motherfucker's going hard right here, right? <laughs> he got about 16 kilos in his stomach. But I know. The question it. is, Midnight, why were you riding in the back, though? Like, why, why, yeah, why, 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 why is he chauffeur? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So the dude, the funny thing is, it's like comp, like his whole attitude changed. He's like, okay, show me license registration. He, he was like uh, Persian or Middle Eastern or something, and um, young dude. But he's asking us all these questions. I'm like, uh, I, I gotta call my girl. I don't know if she keeps an insurance thing. And he's like, okay, wh- wh- where y'all going? What's the purpose? Da da da. We're like, we have a comedy show. Oh, his face lit up. His, <laughs> his attitude changed. He's like, oh, what, what, what do you guys do? And what, what, you like it? Awesome, man. Where at? Where at? And he's yeah, like, yeah. he changed his whole thing. I was like, Officer Alam, you know, just give me one more second. <laughs> I said his uh-huh. name right. Uh-huh. Alam, I said it right. So so he was like, you know what? These motherfuckers are cool, man. I think yeah. they it have helps, a good man. political stance. When, on, when, when yeah, you can say sure an right. Eastern person's name correctly, their their whole attitude will change towards you. I do the Uber driving thing. I pick up a lot of like the engineering students from the university and stuff. And when I when I get their name right, like they'll get in the first of all, they're like real close. Off, but as soon as I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, whatever the name, Mohammed? yeah, name, name might be, and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? Like, thanks for saying my name right. Like, yeah, it, they're just so used to people fucking up their shit or not caring. It's yeah. just like empathy, just knowing, like, hey, man, I got respect to try and say your shit right. Yeah, when I yeah. I used to teach at a private school here, and I had I had a student named Break Shit. Oh, uh, what? Whoa! Uh, yeah. Hold on, did the mic crackle? What was that? <laughs> and and uh, say it again. Say it slower. Break Shit. Parik. Yeah, and I just Parik stepped in some parik shit. shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 and a lot of people are are are, are, are scared of saying it that way. But the thing is, it's not shit. It, it's yeah. the way you pronounce it. That shit doesn't yeah. translate over there. Like it's a different word completely. So it's okay to say. Wait, so so. Uh, I remember he was surprised because most teachers would dance around it. Yeah, P money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mr. Like, Break. Like we're afraid to say it. it's like that's how you say the name. That's how the names per- pronounced, and and he kind of earned a little respect from him that way because I yeah. called him by his name. You know? Say it right. Yeah, uh, but everyone called him PK. Mm. I, I knew this cat in high school. He was from Hong Kong. Yeah. He went by a Ming Ming. Yeah, and Ming Ming had anger issues. This motherfucker would like just get mad and frustrated. Yeah. The the the, the Asian names I still struggle with a lot. Do you get mad because yeah. people call him Ming? No, yeah. just nah, he'd just be <laughs> just mad for no reason. Just like <laughs> Hong Kong teenage angst. Yeah. yeah. You know, going to high school in New Jersey and you know Because he didn't get to fight his dragon. Just year. language yeah. barriers. When they turn sixteen, oh, that's yeah. when they fight okay. the dragon and yeah. Oh, so he didn't even he couldn't even speak English shit. He couldn't fight the dragon, bro. He couldn't speak English either. Oh no, his English it was a little rough. Yeah, it's just a little accent. Um they learn they start learning English like in third or fourth grade, like in China and stuff. Yeah. Like it's it's America that doesn't really enforce like yeah. really learning a second language from the time we're little. It's yeah. just high school elective type of thing. Right. 
as a hobby. Like, you might learn this. You might be able to go over to Spain and order some shit. But if not, we don't. We're not worried about it. You know, because if you, if you're America, right? Everyone's gonna adapt to us, and they yeah. do. That's the yeah. thing. They, the other countries, kind of like you. There's not many countries you're gonna go to that you ain't gonna find somebody. A lot of English speakers, like especially in commerce. Like if you're gonna, you're gonna go shop, they're gonna have someone there that speaks English. Especially like, other countries, a lot of people speak English. Especially, like you said, like people you deal with, like you buying a train ticket or like food stuff. Though mm-hmm. usually. A lot of times speak it, so I'm like I'm like the dumb, lazy American that I, like didn't bother to learn. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> like that's the thing. So we become lazy. We're like, no, it's cool. Everyone's just gonna adapt to our shit. So. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to learn that shit. <laughs> that prank shit. Man, I had some good ass Indian food the other day. Man, do y'all have like a good spot out here? Uh, India Palace is is probably the the for Indian straight up Indian food. We got a lot more like. Uh, Mediterranean Greek stuff, but we got some Indian food here. We we didn't get to try that Andy's Kitchen. And that goes hard, man. man. I drove past it. I was like, fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just old school diner shit. Everything cooked with butter. You know, uh, the blueberry muffins. I was telling, I was telling you, they bring you blueberry muffins like as if it's the, if it's if it's the bread. On on the at like, midnight rattling, they bring you a they bring you a, a basket, a basket of, of muffins, a blue, of muffins, and they'll refill them. Hold up, they, what? You just tell them to bring more. <laughs> what was that? They bring you a basket of muffins, <laughs> and they refill the muffins as much as you want. How big is the basket? The like it's a regular size. It's like six they bring like four muffins in that bitch. They're not four. mini muffins. No, they're not mini muffins. They're full size muffins. What? Yeah, people would probably Word? be like just as yeah. happy if there were minis, but they yeah. they went all out full yeah. size muffins. Full size. Full size. That's our tradition here at Andy's Kitchen to give you a whole basket full of blueberry muffins. Nice basket of heavy full muffins. <laughs> Get your Buttery. full basket. Do you have to buy anything? Is your woman hungry? Not, I'm, I'm, like I mean, I mean like yeah, salsa, it's part of the. Mi- it's like it's like the chips and salsa at the at the Mexican restaurant. Like they're, you're expected to to get some other shit. But at Andy's, we don't do chips and salsas. We do a whole half bushel <laughs> of good corn based. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Like they got a, like a little they got a little train running around the restaurant that wow. gets like doctor's offices. I thought they closed down Andy's kitchen. No, no, no. No. So what happened was So it, it's been open for years One of the waitresses That worked there for years Ended up buying it Wow Yeah so. Smart Boss I haven't been there in fucking years Yeah It's good We go we go there But it's right down the street from here So But you, you there's normally like a wait Like if you go on a Sunday You're gonna wait yeah. a good 30 minutes At least Houston has a couple old school diners That uh, when you guys come through we can go like tell wink, tell a wink. It's like on the corner of telephone yeah. and Winkler. Yeah, there's a there's a wait, but the way it works is they don't really have room like in a lobby waiting area. So there's just a line that goes through the dining room yeah. to where people are eating, and the waitress is like, "Pardon me, excuse me," and yeah. you're just there like staring at people eat, and you're hungry and you're waiting, <laughs> and, uh, and they're just trying to eat, but like they know you're looking comfortable. Like, These asses eating, right there. People are just yeah. like. It's yeah, like, and yeah like I know you Russian. were asking for that. I know you, you and Marisol are both fans of diners. And the thing is, we have a lot of good diners here, but none of them are all night diners. Like um, we, we don't we like because omelets, because no one wants to compete with Whataburger. Like uh, that's the late night spot. Like you can go late night spot. Go there. Is so. it is it true that y'all don't have like 
all the fast food joints because of Whataburger? Pretty much. Jack, Jack in the Box took forever to come. Jack in the Box only been here about 10 years or so. Yeah, probably 10 years, right? Yeah. And what, what, I mean, there's obviously McDonald's everywhere. McDonald's, McDonald's yeah. don't give a fuck. McDonald's yeah. competes with whoever. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of burger places have, have left. We only have, like, two Burger Kings. We only have and Burger King was gone for a long while. They just didn't want to compete. Like, yeah. fuck that. That's wow, right. Man. They came back. Dude, they were gone for a long time. Bur- we didn't have Burger King for a long time. The King came back. Yeah. yeah. They came back. Dairy, Dairy Queen's in and out. We got, like, maybe two or three Dairy Queen's. But Whataburger's how many? Countless. Every corner, man. You can't even count. <laughs> like, I, I've never even That's tried to count. Source. Yeah, there's there's way too many. There's way there's got to be. There's always gonna be a Waterbury at least five minutes away from you at any yeah. point. I, that, that was a, a culture shock for me going to San Antonio because uh-huh. there, you know, when I went for college, because there was Waterburgers, but they weren't everywhere. Like I had to drive, you know. I had to drive over by Our Lady of the Lake, I think was the closest one, you know, which was, it was a little bit of a drive. Like, I was like, man, there ain't no Whataburger, like, on the corner? Like, that's crazy that Corpus and San Antonio, same state. I mean, you know, close proximity. There, there's a lot, there, there's a lot in common, just like mm-hmm. any other city in Texas. And, and you had culture shock. Yeah. <laughs> that says a lot about Corpus, bro. Yeah. Yeah, because like, we're just used to it. Like, it's just, it's no, just a whole another world. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up literally equidistant from two Whataburgers. Like, I grew up off of a street called Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There, there was a Whataburger on Baldwin and Staples, and there was a Whataburger on Baldwin and Port. I was in the middle of both of them. So, so just you switch it up sometimes. Just pick which one like you want to go to. Like I'm like, shit. I know this one's going to be busy right now, so I'm going to go to this one over <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. B-Cruise like, on from <laughs> three to six. <laughs> That's when you go to Baldwin. It's like Lupe's manager right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's a hater. <laughs> Maria, they're good with Maria. They only give me one spicy ketchup at that one, so. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, true. There's different crews, man. Like, we have that, too, at my house right now. Learn the crew. My wife will be like, I'm going to go get Whataburger. Where should you go to? Cimarron Fucking uh, uh, Nile. Which one's got the good fries? Oh, oh, oh. You know what? Go to Nile today. Just switch it up. Switch, switch it up. up. Hey, yeah. They don't put enough salt yeah. on their fries. They toast this the one. buns, badass. You know, whatever. Yeah. So. Look at and then you. Wait, wait, wait. Where'd you go? Look at this toast. <laughs> what the fuck? They didn't even toast it right. This bun. <laughs> this looks like Cimarron water. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a line at the yeah. other. I knew one it. I knew it. <laughs> but Whataburger very much like McDonald's has their stuff like down to a side. They 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 do what they do very well is consistency. You know, across the board, like they they have, they know like it's gonna be three shakes. You know, it's six minutes on each side. Where you used to work Waterburger, right? No, no, I thought you did. Oh, it was my friend. It was John Cortez. Oh, yeah, yeah, used to do it. But yeah, he was explaining to me. He goes, yeah, he goes. They they break it down. If you're working the grill, you know exactly. It's the. This uh, the grill's always at the same temperature. It's seven minutes on this side, seven minutes on this side. Three shakes of the salt and sugar, salt and pepper, and you know that's why it's always the same. You know, um, but yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Just having a system and like a process. That's because what happens is um, we were talking about this the other day. Is like a lot of times, man, small business mm-hmm. and just being small time. Whether you're a small record label. Or, or whatever it may be, you run into a lot of the problems you run into aren't even like show business problems or industry like all the radio station politics. It, a lot of it is small business. It's like you're a local little taco shop and you're you're trying to cook the rice and run over here. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's a clusterfuck. Right, how do you and, do? Um, yeah, that's like that's some shit I've been really paying attention to. Just being in the game so long to where mm-hmm. I'm trying to like. 
look at that like the founder the McDonald's oh, I love movie, that movie I was just having a different perspective yeah. a different vision <clears throat> yeah that's the thing and when you're talking about chains about exploring like, like when it's easy when it's just you like to to say this is this, everything when you have you're able to you're not micromanaging because you're it's you're the product but then when you gotta start delegating it's yeah. like well how do I keep this this consistency exactly you know I, how how does this stay my art yeah you know? and you know what though bro like to anybody listening i mean i like this year i'm getting my shit together like right. we got management going and, and, and all that but like on some advice shit as soon as you could get your 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 situation going to where there is something to manage even if it is small um like fucking go for it because sometimes you got to look at the shit you're having to do throughout the day and ask yourself what can I delegate Mm -hmm. what do I have to do and what's like what do I like to do what am I good at and what's the worst thing that can happen if I outsource this like like Midnight was talking about um like some of his merch he's doing it a little bit different to where you know, he's not having to be the one running around with screen printers and they're like, oh, sorry, bro. I, damn, I did say five o'clock. Yeah, my bad. You could just go home and then I'll call you later. And mm-hmm. like all that type of shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, found this little place, man, and uh, on online where you could uh, just put your designs on shirts and they'll do all the shipping and they'll sync to your to your online store and it'll just free you up. Yeah, like it frees me up just to do a lot more designs than I was used to. Right, you know, so I just keep cranking them out. Yeah, like, like even social media, man. I got like a social media team that I just just you know hired or whatever, mm-hmm. and it took. Uh, I never knew. Number one, I didn't think that was something I could delegate. Two, I didn't know how much mental energy that shit takes up to even if it's just compulsive like are people in the comments asking for a ticket link and i'm not on top of it or how many you know what i mean is this shit really are people engaging with this was this relevant is this stupid is it all that type of stuff and and just being able to take some of that off my plate i mean we're gonna tweak it but that's like part of my 2018 like we're going pro this year next year we're gonna be a contender while still working on the craft and in 2020 let's let's do a run for the pennant like let's really try to fucking go hard yeah. and okay. give motherfuckers a run and then five years you know what I mean you should really be solidified but this year is just go pro get organized and get that shit going get all the levels going man trying to get trying yeah, to do this yeah, shit yeah. right cause you know Javi man you know <laughs> boy Javi went in his bag and pulled out some fucking local corpus comedy he yeah. busted out from his 40 how much you got 45 <laughs> On, on local stuff? Uh, 40, yeah, I can do 45 local. Yeah, yeah, I did my roast of Corpus. And That's I got a lot crazy. of local material that I can't do on the road. So so it's fun when oh, I'm home man. to be able to. Oh, man. Like, honestly, um, those crowds, they got just a treat. Because they were getting hit from different angles, like all different subject matter. And, like, just the local Corpus stuff that you were getting them with. Like, you know, I didn't know what bug days were. But right. I, I got, I understood. And, and I like the... How you were like, you know, what's that big Mexican holiday in May? Yeah, Buck Days. You know? <laughs> and then it was crazy, man. People were fucking dying. Like, just the absurdity of 
people camping out year after year and yeah. it becoming like this little family tradition type of thing. It's a, and it's a real that's thing. And real, that's right. the thing. That's why I, I tell a lot, a lot of the, the younger comics here in town, I'm like, it's got to be real. It can't be a half-truth, man. Like, it, like people got to be like, yeah, you know what? He's right. Like, you can't just be up there making shit up because you, then you'll, you'll lose you the think audience. it's funny, right? You'll lose You got to come on some real shit. You know, and they know. They know. Yeah, people. Yeah, people do that. Like that's 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 us. That you know, you ain't making that. You ain't lying. Like it's a know. true. Yeah, they, it's funny because it's true. Right. They recognize it. So when did you do that roast of Corpus? That forty-five minute. Uh, when was that? that was back in October. Uh, we had a blank weekend. I was like, uh, they were like, you want to do a show? I don't headline myself here too often because that's a that's a, I think that's a trap a lot of guys that book rooms fall into. Like, oh, I'm just headlining all the time. Like, people get tired of your ass. Like, so it's better to give them. I let them host. I host my. I'll host the shows. So about twice a year, I try to do a show. I was like, but let me. I'll host it. I'll, I'll I'll headline it, but I'm gonna give them something different, you know, to say, you know what, come see, but this is gonna not be the show that you've been seeing. I'm all gonna do a special night. special night of just a theme, basically a theme show. Yeah. Like it's gonna be about Corpus. That's Every joke awesome. you hear tonight is gonna be about Corpus, and That's it's gonna be dope, making dude. making fun of shit. We're gonna talk about Bonet. We're gonna talk about the Trade Center. We're gonna talk about Whataburger. We're gonna talk about you know bug days, thug, and- bug days, potholes, the news news weatherman. And, you know, we can talk about it all, you know, and oh, and it was right around the time where we were having trouble. We had uh, this dude, we had got a new mayor, and then there was a, there was this mess where, like, he had lied about his qualifications, and so then he resigned. The mayor? He was saying that he had an engineering degree, that he was an engineer, and then they were like, well, we called the, we called the university that you said you went to, and they said they never heard of you. Wow. And, that G. I don't know how the fuck this happened. Right, he was working somewhere. He's like, "Well, I was doing the work of an engineer," and then the the news guy was like, "But are you an engineer? Well, do you need a paper to tell you you're an engineer?" <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, then I guess I'm not an engineer. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the main news guy in, in town got him on an interview. He goes, "But do you like on some Trump shit? But do you have a degree that says engine?" Goes, "You're asking me if I have a degree that says engineer on it." It's like, yeah, yeah. that's what I just said. Like the dude was like. Like, he was lying like my 10-year-old lies, like just repeating the question, like as if that's going to change. Wow. change like, wait, wait, so you're you, asking me if I have a degree. Really? That's what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. You're saying I'm not an engineer. Is that what you're asking me right now? On air. Right here on Fox. Fox prime time. You brought me on here to ask me this one fucking question? Really? That's what you're doing? Yeah, are you or not? So what you're saying is, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they started it. They did it first, and, 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 and then his like uh, personal assistant or whatever ended up being. It might have been his chick. She was living with him. He was divorced. She was living with him, so he gave her this like thirty, forty thousand dollar a year job as his assistant. And they were like, but is that nepotism? Because, like, are y'all together? Like, why does she live with you? Like, why do y'all have the same address? Like, who is this woman? Like, It was his who? His assistant? Yeah. But they were keeping it low-key that... Well, because he wasn't married to her. So it was like they don't, high school They were friend. like, is it your girlfriend? Or, like, why do y'all live together? Why does she live in the same house that you live in? And this was and, the mayor of Corpus? Yeah. <laughs> and so he resigned within, like, a few months. He was like... Oh, you know, like too much pressure. So he said, fuck it. So... 
the main election, which just came down to the incumbent and him, and people were pissed off because of the water water situation and everything. So they were basically going to vote for anybody, whoever the other option was, and it was this guy. So he got voted in basically more because they hated the incumbent more than it's like they a wanted microcosm him. of America, right? So then we have to have now a special election because now we don't got a mayor. And this time, seven people signed up to run. Fuck it. I'll be mayor, bro. Fuck <laughs> yeah. It. Basically, that was the feeling. Like, fuck yeah, it. Hey, fool, like, I'm over here. Where you at? Hey, you want me to sign you up? I'll put you down. I had people I had, I had people hitting me up put to me ask me if, if I wanted to run. Like, they were you, like, should, dude, you should have. They, they were like, I'll put the $100 down for you because you either had to get like so many signatures or pay like the application fee. Dude, Corpus is like that show. Which one? That show on the ABC rapper show where the rapper, the rapper ran the mayor. Which one's that? Uh, I don't. I, it probably got canceled already. I don't. It think was like ABC. Well. He's a, he was a young rap dude, and he was making fun of all the all the candidates. Yeah. He, so they voted him in, and he became the he, mayor. He, he ran for mayor as a joke and well, ended up winning. That could have been you because yeah. because you, your campaign commercials would have been like roasting Corpus and like just funny. Yeah, shit. and that's what I told him. I was like, I don't want to fuck around and accidentally yeah. win because like, <laughs> I might actually win. <laughs> You'll be like the Trump of yeah. Corpus Christi. Pretty well. Yeah, and then and I, <laughs> Bitch, on, top I won. Of, on top of that, like that, that shit gets really like they were contacting this dude's like ex wife and shit. Yeah, like yeah, I was like, I, I don't want them calling my ex wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> like looking for dirt. Yeah, yeah. Like, like even though there's not, but they'll like, find. They'll have, make out some. Did he ever do anything weird? Yeah. Did he ever just like grab you when you said no? Yeah, exactly. They're just looking for shit. Are you familiar point. with the hashtag Me Too? <laughs> You know, just making making shit up, but yeah. Um, so so it, it just it made sense at that time to like, hey, let's let's get together and have a good time and just talk shit about all the fucked up shit, our water situation. We can't, we don't got no mayor. We got everyone and their mothers all of a sudden running for mayor. Wow, you know, and so so it, there was a lot to talk about. You know, man. That's fucking dope, yeah. man. Like, I think everybody should have X amount of minutes on their hometown. It's like, good. Like, I need, to, I need to get up on my H-Town material. Yeah. It's 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 fun. And then I don't always do it, like, because I know a lot of headliners, like, they feel like, oh, that's, oh, well, you just went up there and did local material. That's what. Gotcha. Like, I, it depends. I feel the crowd. Like, what are they, what are they, they wanting you know, if I feel like, but anytime, like nine times out of ten, bro, audiences love if it's kind of relevant, mm-hmm. which happens to be local. It's right. not that it's local; it's relevant and it's like true. And even if you like sprinkle some in in the beginning, you know. And I do, and and I know we we've been together on the road a lot. I, I really I try to do that everywhere I go. Like something about say something about where you're at, something that's that's relevant. Do your research. Talk talk to the local people. What's the know. big industry? Yeah, what's the big industry here? What, what's the what's the hood school? Where do the rich people live at? What's you know what's that neighborhood? You know what you know what's going on? Where's the hot spot? Where's the where's the club that no one wants to go to? You know because because it's ghetto as fuck. You know what. 
local restaurant. Yeah, it's just those standard thing. Where's the shitty ass strip club at? You know, or, you know, yeah. what's the drug of choice here in this town that, that everyone's They're hooked like, on? Well, meth's pretty big. Yeah, meth's big here. You know, you know, you're in Laredo. Oh, everyone does coke. You know, okay, well, I know I'll make some some cokehead references, and yeah. y'all gonna get it. You know, yeah, and so. Um. Yeah, I, I like doing that type of shit, man. You know, um, when I was in San Antonio, I dropped that, uh, what did I say, John Jay or uh, whatever. You know, you drop the name of a high school and then like, everyone's yeah. just goes stupid. Like, ah, like yeah. he knows that high school. <laughs> Dang, like, he knows. He knows us. He, you know. And yeah, I seen Christella. She, she uh, I forget what city. I think it was Houston where she said something about H-E-B. Like something mm-hmm. in the beginning and like. I mean, she she was gonna have the crowd regardless, but right. she like really had to remind them like, hey, don't let this Hollywood shit fool you. Like, I'm a Texas girl, type of thing. And she had some little jokes about like H E B, and you know, boom, brought them all in. Yeah, it just just it, it ups that relatability. Like, hey, I I, I know y'all, uh, you know, it's cool. Like, I feel your pain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one of you. I get, I get what's going on. I Vo- uh, vote for me for mayor. Rap <laughs> <laughs> mayor of Corpus Christi. Yo, so so, how you been uh, keeping up with all like your videos and everything, man? Uh, try trying, man. It's it, you know when you're doing it all yourself and trying to not only come up with the idea but edit it yourself and everything you're, you're want you know and then on top of that you know kids and everything it's hard but I'm trying I'm pushing myself in 2018 I'm trying trying to build up my YouTube more and then it's, I really feel like Instagram is really you know so it's trying to hit that one minute mark like what can I say that's really funny in a minute mm-hmm. that you know and then the shareability of it man I, I had help I had help with my like videos like I didn't have to edit anymore or whatever mm-hmm. but I still got burned out yeah it still burned me out so like I know for sure this year like right now it's on pause mm-hmm. I'm not uploading shit to YouTube right now so I just want to get like strategy down like take a little step back and just plan it out and, and have that shit going cause, yeah. cause it's easy to the, what you don't want like we talked about this the other night um, about like in the comedy scene where you could burn out in anything, like mm-hmm. even in music, where you're just like not a fan. I like I can't even hear the new album that just came out because I'm just too busy forcing my rhymes over here and trying to make my style go over. And uh, like, what what do you do to, to make sure you never you're always a fan and you never reach that point? What kind? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that helps me is is booking and running a club like I get to still I enjoy watching the headliners come through and especially a lot of the guys that I started with that we were all just guest spotting and hosting together like I'm bringing a guy in this coming week George Anthony from San Antonio we started together man we were host level comics at the same time you know and to bring him now in and headline I remember midnight when you were just guest spotting for that other dude from Dallas you know and and to be able to bring him in to, to headline that's cool and man I never seen this dude do an hour before you know I want to sit down and watch yeah. his shit and now I, you know I, I'm I like one of the things I like about comedy is I get to be a fan of my friends you, you know yeah. like, like that's my boy but I'm also a fan of I like what yeah. you do on stage I like your style I like what you have to say because getting to sit 
and watch someone do 45 minutes to an hour, it's different from seeing someone do 10 minutes, you know, because it's, you get the, the story, you get the pauses, mm-hmm. everything slowed down. You get to hear shit that you didn't get to see before. And that's what I'm a fan of, of comedy. I, you know, more so than just laughing. I like watching like, man, I see how he put that together, how, where he, you know, where he put that twist at. I like, I like that pause he did. I like that act out he did. You know, you start enjoying it. On a different level I remember the other day On the phone You mentioned um, Like some advice You would give youngsters In comedy Like you know Or if you're just new You know like me I'm not young But I'm new Right young in the game It's basically like Basically You said um, Like classes in session Like don't just be that dude At the club Like trying to hit on chicks And trying to get some pee Grabbing them by the pee Right Or like trying Or even that Or just You're gonna go out To the parking lot And hit the weed You you know You know I smoke That's cool But like don't let all like like partying or the drinking or anything. I learned that from the from my music shit. So, like with this, it's like yes for sure. Like I feel you. Like that's great advice to tell the youngsters or the new cats. Like pay attention to the headliner, observe the crowd, what's working, what's not. Like little, there's a problem. How did he solve it? Like I saw our senior hall live in Atlanta, and the fucking sound was going berserk. Right, and he just. He was sweating bullets a little bit, but he like kind of st- kind of. Uh, we good yet? No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. How y'all doing? Uh, no. Okay. We we working on it. Like I was like, dude, I probably would have just bailed out. Like, yeah. Let, let me know when y'all fix it. Call me back. It's that host coming it, back. It's up. that yeah. different lives. I mean, specials are great. It, it, it's it's the difference between watching a movie, which is great. It's pro- it's produced. They spent a year on it versus theater. going and watching theater. That's and it, it's still acting. But it, it, it's a different muscle. It's a, you know, you, you gotta go. You gotta go see that live comedy. Is is, is my thing stressing? It's like you can read all the books, you can listen theory. to all the podcasts, watch Muhammad Ali, all box. the theories. But go watch someone execute it live. Really pull it off. You know, in in a less than perfect situation. You know, because you don't know the air condition might be broken. People are sweating, and how does what does this dude do about yeah. it? It, it? It's not just as simple as sound or a rowdy heckler. It's it's everything. You know. It's situation you might have a new waitress that dropped three glasses that night well what are you not going to talk about that like what are you going to do or someone that might have to win over a crowd or two like, chicks gotta go take a dump right when yeah. you get on stage right, when that you ha- get on stage with midnight. They have <laughs> you know or or you ha- you might have you know a situation where okay well hey man the feature might have just tore it up that night how did the headliner go up and and Use reestablish control of the room like hey i know that dude did his thing but like now now it's my turn you, you know which, which midnight headline last night and everyone on the show did great but he had control of the room start to finish and that's something if you don't get if you weren't there if you weren't paying attention you didn't you missed that lesson yeah exactly what year did the Vatos Locals of Comedy y'all united is like Power Ranger <laughs> we came, came together in 2012 it originally started with, with Jacob myself and uh, David Sufuentes a friend of ours who, who's now passed oh, on uh, Andy and then and, I came in well Andy was always a, always around and then uh, I would kind of like host the show sometimes when they would come into town like when they would do it at the, at the club there would be David and then Jacob and then yeah. Javi, but I would host. 
It, it, like in town, so he was doing a lot of the in town shows with us. But then, 2013, actually, Midnight's old room was yeah. the first oh, yeah. road show that he really did with us. Patio bar, man. In Dallas yeah, at the yeah, patio yeah. bar. And we made it official. <laughs> when we made him a official uh, a member, that, that, that was probably one of the funnest nights ever. That was, <laughs> was a good time, right? It was a good spot too. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's right in the heart of Oak Cliff, like mm-hmm. Midnight, which, which room, I love. Exactly. My, I got some some cousins from there, yeah. you know, in that same neighborhood. So. Grassroots, so, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. I mean, it's great going and doing the improvs and stuff, but uh, yeah, it's just know. a little too. Some, you know, when you compare it, the improv, it's obviously like a business, and sometimes it's a little too like not clinically clean, but it's like very like nice and upscale. So it's just a different. Um, it's a great experience for the fans, and you know, it's still fun to tell jokes in those right. places. But when you like a little bit more in the in the cut. You know, a little bit more like you on the block and you're able to... There's a different vibe, you know? You, you fucking with people on a more real level. And that that's what I love about um, about comedy, too, is that it reminds me of, like, the rap game because you're talking shit. Either way, you're trying to snap. You're trying to say something that's off the wall, that's memorable, that people can quote and rewind and bring it back and, and know that's you and that's your fucking style and, right. you know, your whole identity and the words you choose and your delivery. Um I, that's why. That's why right, you know you I compare it. the two. I, I love that shit. No, there's a lot of par- parallels be- be- between it. And I think I guess in rap, we you know in uh, in comedy we call it your cadence, um, right? And like like, a delivery. like in rap, I guess it's like your cipher or whatever. Like Probably everyone's got yeah. kind of their their little like little sauce, you know, whatever. And you and you can kind of pick it out. Like oh, I know Mitch Hedberg is like duh, 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 you know, and it's he's just, like Twenty One Savage, right? You know, and it's just everyone's kind of kind of different. Three, but I think the parallels with with hip hop and and rap and comedy. Are, are a lot because comedy goes back in relationship with music a long ways, all the way back to jazz. Yeah, and I think hip hop is the new jazz. It's an American art form, you know, that has a, it's all about about rhythm and improvisation, whatever. So, so you know, a lot of the early comics, you go back to Lenny Bruce, you know, he was introducing jazz you know quartets and stuff and that was the the relationship a lot of the early comics were just performing in jazz clubs that's where they got that's where stand up came from that's where the term stand up came from they would say hey this we, you know we're gonna perform but we got this guy man he's a good guy he's a stand up guy oh word you know yeah. He can come up here and tell I you I thought jokes. it was like he finna stand up here. Yeah, no. <laughs> Man, that's crazy, yeah. bro. He's a stand-up guy. It's like I'm trying to be the little boosie of comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want I want people to be die hard like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we he would, Midnight was telling me how like little boosie, he would go do like his birthday show in Dallas and like uh-huh. people would literally bring him gifts, like wrapped. Yeah. Only because like like what he talks about What he kind of represents It's like so Like honest And vulnerable And just gutter And like real So people really feel him You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. And uh So I was like Man Like when we were in Denver uh, Recently huh? mm-hmm. Um like we had a great time out there Like the weed And the weather And just The people were cool And I told my girl I was like Man Okay Put me back out here Like book me out here In August Like tell the call the club Tell them I'm trying to be out here For my birthday <laughs> So which she lined it up Except our kid is gonna be like A, a month old <laughs> And I'm not gonna wanna be home So it's gonna be kind of, I mean I'm not gonna wanna be gone right. so It's like a bittersweet Type of thing I'm still gonna smoke weed You know what I'm saying <laughs> But but I'm, I'm thinking about like Marketing it Almost like 
presenting it as like, hey man, this is where I chose it came for my birthday. Like this is my birthday mm-hmm. type of thing, uh, and, and just put that little spin on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because to me, it's like, you know, man, like like you were saying on stage, Portland. Like man, it, it's the it's the weed and the weather, or, or people are just like relaxed. But I love those places, man. Yeah, it, it, was, the, it was my first time in the. Uh, Northwest Pacific North Northwest and learned that that's what you call it the PNW <laughs> the PNW <laughs> up there <laughs> over, 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 over there but it, it was cool it, it, it was it was it was a vibe man everyone was very relaxed people you know they were nice but they weren't in your face like like it it, it was it was cool like people were making like conversation nice people yeah. like on some like human shit like when anybody yeah, tripping and judging they they really owned uh, the whole harbor. Uh, the harbor city. You know, businesses had it up on their, like, their hey, stuff. It's this not is welcome a, here. This is a safe Come space. Come on in and get a two for you know, one. Yeah, <laughs> like that was cool, man. like we're, they were owning it. Like we, yeah, this is us. Like this is what we're about. Like when we were there, I never seen nobody mean nobody. Yeah. Never, never seen we went to everything. Easy going and shit. Yeah. We like it was cool. I mean, we were just a bunch of Mexicans walking around. Didn't no one look. No we didn't get no followed around nowhere. Really? You yeah, know, no Fuji faces out there. Fuji faces. You know, when you smell Fuji, like Fuji Yeah. Nobody, nobody, no faces like that over there. Fuji life, Fuji life, Fuji life, Fuji life. Everybody had clear skin over there. <laughs> Ain't no Fuji no face on the Fuji life face with the Fuji life face when I come through. Yeah. That's cool. You dig it, Andy. Andy would. Oh, I'm sure. Any anywhere that has like it, it, weed, it, it was I've... to me. It was it was like a low key Austin. You know, with it was a judge, Portland. It was it was Portland was like like a a judgment free Austin. Like like because Austin's a little, a little can judgy. be a little pretentious. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little. Well, judgy. because it, it's so much money and like tech and like rich people kind of moving in buying stuff and kicking people out in a way that's yeah. why it has like that wait are you really from here and you like respect the east side and you know about Cesar Chavez and like do you remember those taquerias that were here before you turned them into a yoga studio right. you know <laughs> and, and like where I live too um, in Third Ward is becoming a little gentrified on some parts not really we kind of I think beat the rush yeah but um but people when it's a community man that's been there for a long time, people don't like when you come in and try to dismiss and rename the culture. You know, like like even in Oak Cliff, Midnight tells me that there's an area. What is it called? The Bar. What? Uh, Bishop Arts District, and it's right in the hood. Bishop right. Arts. Yeah, Bishop Arts District. <laughs> yeah, they man, they. I mean, it's a lot of it. I like because yeah. you know shit gets like. You got dope spots to go to And like yeah. businesses run good And there's entertainment Like there's shit to go See yeah. and do And kick back And they got a little beer garden Over there Or whatever Yeah um, You know But like I said Once You know People gotta be careful about Like Trampling On some shit To where it's like Wait yeah, a minute bro still respect that was, the culture Yeah Yeah, yeah They're putting like High rises in there And there's like Nothing no Yeah we're going We're going to the, the I mean Our our version of it Here in Corpus You saw Downtown We got lofts That that stuff wasn't here 15 years ago We didn't have no loft yeah. There was no living space Downtown Oh you, not at all No no All that got like Repurposed Yeah and if If you were living downtown It's, it's cause you were You were Hurting Trash You were oh. hurting Like now it's like Okay Okay, like I'm, I'm gonna pay you know twelve hundred bucks for nine hundred square foot, you know efficiency, but it's dope. Like everyone wants to live down there, you know, you know you got the lofts like where like where Dusty's at, you know, and and Oasis lofts, and now we got these like Miami style, 
like nice ass fucking apartments uh, called the Cosmopolitan, you know, that are opening up, like you know, so high rises, like you said. Uh, so it's a thing, you know. They're they're and now they're starting to move up uptown, which is just up on. It's really still downtown, but it it's up on a bluff. Like they're starting to build some apartments. Big big ass apartments there, and they're, they're slowly starting to move into what was really like you get like Craig Street and Twenty Second and Third and all those streets that were kind of run down, nice houses but run down houses. Like they're it's slowly we're still a few years away from it being where we're, you could say it's actually gentrification. But my grandma still lives there. Yeah, exactly. Like they look, but it's you know. We're not that far away from like those houses starting to get bought out and you know flipped and renovated and yeah. whatever. Because there are a lot of nice houses, like a lot of like old craftsman style houses with the big pillars on the porch yeah. and wraparounds and shit like that. Wood floors, yeah. Like it, good it, it, it's ripe. It's ripe for for some gentrification. I could lines. see some ripe picking. I could see, I, could, I could see some white folk you moving in there very got soon. Two lines in front of your house. <laughs> You were king. <laughs> like, that, that Scarface fountain? I don't, I don't give a fuck the front. what size lions there. <laughs> it could be two little, 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 lions, little, little kitty cat size lions. Cub oh, lions. It could be cub lions. You make That's it. Yeah. You're done. That's it. That's the new phantom. I know. Yeah. I know you're moving kilos. I knew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> lions back there. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, you see? What if you got some lions in your front yard, you better be dealing some shit. You see how I got there with them two cub lions <laughs> <laughs> on a <the> leash? Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> moving weight. Lion cubs. Got those Asian Asian lions. He got, he got like a fucking Asian cuisine restaurant. Got, got Simba on his front lawn. <laughs> So, so Corpus, what like when it comes to um, like tacos? You know how every city has a claim to fame. Yeah. Did y'all bring something to the taco game? Am I mistaken? I mean, I, I, shows, right? I think so. I think we we don't yeah. get we don't get the enough the, credit enough credit. But but yeah, man. I, I mean, we is it the breakfast taco? What is it? Who, who, like San Antonio? So that came out with the was it Texas Monthly or whatever that said the home of the breakfast taco order. Like I mean, first of all, the term breakfast taco. Like I didn't grow up with that. Uh, I was it was always taquitos is what we called breakfast what breakfast taco. and I know in traditional Spanish taquitos are like the little almost like a flauta right you see them in the de- the deli mix taquitos and shit like that uh, but that was it like so I grew up my parents my grandparents owned a uh, tortilla factory mm-hmm. here in town we sold masa and a lot of tortillas to a lot of the the restaurants local meat markets and stuff like that and so. So that was me, you know, bean and bacon, you know, potato and egg. Like that was like that all that was just part of, that was just what you ate for breakfast. Like I I don't yeah. it wasn't breakfast tacos, like that's just that's a taco in the morning. Like that's what you eat. You are gonna eat some bacon. You can't some, you can't be the home of more than two things. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, already got Selena and Whataburger. Y'all trying you to claim Selena while you trying to get tacos too? <laughs> yeah. We got some good ones out here, man. But but yeah, you but put another million in population in here. To get but there's no shortage. You know, th- right. this is uh, I think a lot of play, a lot of people choose to set up shop here as far as, far as like when 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 they're crossing over. over. You, you know, so we have a lot of taquerias here. You know, when you know a lot of the immigrants choose to start businesses, and and one of the businesses that a lot of them tend to to 
migrate towards is is let's open up a restaurant and food. Yeah. So we have a lot of families that did very well here, and and I think this is if they don't go to Houston, a lot of places they stop is here because we don't have a big border presence here. You're not going to be hassled here because we're just far enough away from that zone, right? We're not the valley. We're in between the valley and Houston. So mm-hmm. there's no checkpoints around here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you could duck off. And, right. Mm-hmm. No one's going to mess with you unless you're causing trouble. So you can come to Corpus pretty much and and, and open up a tire shop or open up a taqueria. Or so, be Asian and open up a donut shop. Right. You know, and, <laughs> and so, so we have the Taqueria Jalisco, which is a huge chain here. You know, I think there's a lot of taqueria chains that that have done very well here in Corpus. So, and everyone's got got their their own thing. Kumbi Kings, Kumbi Kings. You know, you got High Ho Restaurant. There, there's a lot of iconic restaurants. Place. High Ho's. Hold oh, 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 High Ho. High Ho's claim to fame is that it was Selena's favorite taco spot. Uh, like it was where before <laughs> before she, she in a couple ones. interviews she mentioned you know before you know Selena what do you, what do you, what what are your, some of your your routines you, you know before you go on the road you know well, I got to stop by Hi Ho and get my get my tacos uh, and, and they always have my ta- they always have my tacos ready you know Dang. so they got her pictures in there that's and, my boo and that's uh, and you know so 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 she gets that and then I always say. Uh, if you've never if you've never had a business meeting at Hi Ho, you're not really from Corpus, you know. Wow. If you never, so you you'll go up in there for lunch, and the sheriff will be there and stuff like that. So it's kind of like it's that spot, and it's on the west side of town. Like, you know, I've booked shows and so I've met people there for lunch and like booked shows and and stuff. You know, it, it's just it's one of those those just iconic places and then now we're getting a lot of love i know you've had uh, a couple of the guys on that did the tacos of texas oh yeah book mm-hmm. they hit up uh chachos here not the chachos where they'd be having fights in houston oh yeah <laughs> but we have our own chachos here and their thing is they have the uh what is it like three pound five pound breakfast taco yeah Wow, and it's like everything is like potato, eggs, beans, bacon, whatever, and it's a challenge if you can eat it in like thirty minutes wow. or something like that. You're gonna shit and, your pants. And, and so we, and so we actually have people that come down here attack. like and try to do it. I think you do have to sign a, a waiver, a waiver to do it. Like, You're gonna have high blood pressure after this. Fucking die right after this. Yeah, and like pe- people do it, they take pictures. I'm gonna try the. the the challenge, wow. you know. I tried the challenge and lost my leg. You know, it made it, it made it on it made it on I Facebook. I lost it, but I won. <laughs> yeah, it made it in that book. It made it on wall. Facebook, so so it, it brought a little bit of attention here, you know, to something to do, right? Like, oh, let's go try that big ass taco in Corpus, you know. So so definitely we we have that, you know, but. Uh, Yep, we're just right. getting our taco truck on. We're getting a taco festival. Yeah, it's like a third year. That, that no, I've never gone and tried it. They call it the baby. Man, I say say baby. <laughs> yeah, someone took a picture with it. Uh, it's the size of a baby. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. that taco. That was yeah. the taco. That picture going yeah, around. That was the taco. Oh, I need to watch taco. it. I need to look at it. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, yeah, they put it next to the baby. Or whatever, and then Waterburger culture is big. Someone did wrapped up their baby like it was a Waterburger burrito and took a picture. Uh, we we know a, a guy. His son got a year's worth of free Waterburger. Oh, yeah, he tattooed Waterburger on him, and he he, he got free Waterburger for like life. I think he's right? like confused as they're giving it to him. He's like, I, I just wanted the tattoo, but <laughs> he got he got a the number tents. Uh, oh yeah, uh, from ta- from 
Whataburger tattooed on them with 361 is oh, the, the area code. Yeah. The area code and the number, which is great. I mean, unless unless our area code ever changes again. Yeah, the new ones. <laughs> it used to be 512. It was 512. We shared 512 with Austin. with Austin when I was a kid. Like, wow. I think I was like 11, 12 when, it, when we got our own. Number I, I remember seeing Corpus on the news, like in Houston. It was like Spanish Channel. They're showing like mm-hmm. murders and like gangs and like bad los in the nineties. Los pandillas de corpitos. Aquí yeah. estamos con un blood. Tú eres un blood. Y sí, soy blood. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, it was it was bad. My, my, uh, I had an older brother who was growing up around that time. I know, my, you know, a lot of sleepless nights for my mom. You know, if he wouldn't come home, you didn't. It, it was, was like Compton. It didn't didn't a motherfucking uh, no. <laughs> did it? No, it was bad. Did it? <laughs> Jake, 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 Jake went to King. He, nah. he, he these it, motherfuckers it, always it, try to act who's harder. It was, and I'm like, it was, oh, bad. it wasn't that fucking bad, bro. You got jumped. You, I hung around with all these motherfuckers. Was, these were the was, these guys. It was, bad. it was bad. You get jumped over there at the mall that closed, shit like that. But it wasn't as bad as like Houston. Fuck no, I have a lot of friends in Houston. I mean, even in San Antonio, I would hear about Corpus. Like that song uh, Dallas is bad too Oh I know Dallas Maybe just cause it's a little bit smaller But but still like um, But it was still bad though bro What, what was that song DJ Quick San yeah. Antonio It's just like Compton Like I could've swore He put <laughs> yeah. Corpitos in there But I just remember seeing on the well, news Like it, there, there was a time Like 89, 90, 91 Was really when It was now was, really yeah, I was, yeah, I was like yeah. 12, 13 Yeah, yeah By the time I was in middle school The street gangs and everything were already <coughs> dying They were already but, the cops but, but, now But when, when When like my brother was in high school Like it, it was it, There was drive-bys and, and stabbings and, Do y'all remember that little club called the Boom Boom Or Boom Boom Room or? That was probably before my No Babarubas? No, no, no. It was this little bitty what, spot. What year? Right off the freeway, man. It was like probably 04, 05. Babarubas. Off the freeway, that's Babarubas. Really? Right Unless they changed. It was tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they changed it. looked the like name. a two story. Nah, it went a It has a slide inside of it. <laughs> no, it, it went a two story. There's bubbles everywhere. Fun <laughs> <laughs> party. Plastic balls. <laughs> Is it a McDonald's now? No. Chuck E. Cheese. Anyway, like, I remember back in the day in the rap game, we used to come out here. We'd hit the trade center. There was a lady named Judy. Uh, she might still be there. She has, like, now she, I think, does pets, like parakeets and shit. Mm-hmm. But for the longest, she would carry, like, Color changing click Come in there Like Slim Thug Switch a house Like you know Had some of our shit in there mm-hmm. Four Corner Hustlers You know from here mm-hmm. Corpus uh, You know my boy Flatline Rest in peace You know Ice out here mm-hmm. Everybody Ice got his own shop In there now Yeah so like Back in the day man Like we'd come out here And party And sometimes we'd end up Like at a house At like almost like An after party type thing And mm-hmm. then Everyone has to hide And duck Cause like There's a little <laughs> shooting Type yeah. thing going on And I just yeah. remember like Damn only in Corpus <laughs> Like I never experienced This shit Like anywhere else Where I'm having to like Stay in a house Everybody stay yeah, low Yeah no uh, <laughs> What I, I was I remember I was Maybe about 10 or 11 New Year's Eve We, we were visiting Some Some family the house got shot up you know, you know it was wow. wrong the dude that they were after weren't even there it was the lady's son and yeah it's wow. it a thing when I was a kid uh, you know I had bricks come through my window when I was home alone and shit like that you know I was white work. people no like, <laughs> like racist like, 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 like gang shit yeah yeah you know so so it was 
you know, if you, it, it's one of those that, things. If you were out there actually actually doing that that shit, then then it, I live behind the trade center. That it it, come, it comes me. back on your your we family. We got robbed a couple yeah, because you weren't. Yeah, but he no one in your family was messing with that shit. Like the thing true, is, true. It, but Saki was a bad neighborhood too. That's why I kept hearing, but yeah. Yeah, but no, but he's right, it's though. one of those things. If, you, if, with if you're not fucking with it, it ain't gonna fuck with, yeah. with you. It ain't really gonna affect you. But if so, if you or someone in your family is fucking with it, that, then it, it just it increases the likelihood that you're gonna be caught in between some of that shit. I remember even when I was in in finishing middle school, going to high school, I'd get like cops, like security guards, the school cops. You know, they call me over and be like, "Who's your Who's your brother?" You know, and they they'd ask me. They knew my brother by by name and be like, "Are you Are you uh, Are you gonna be a problem like your brother?" Like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm cool. Like, I'm I'm good." Like, That's crazy. I'm an ultra boy. I'm I'm best friends with the vice principal. Yeah, right. <laughs> right but it was a, but it was a thing. You, you know, yeah. They 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 knew him by his street name yeah. and shit like that. What was his street name? <laughs> Come on, bro. snitching. <laughs> Fun. Man, we can, man we you're can hilarious, Andy. Give <laughs> my brother's street name. <laughs> well, uh, how do you? How do you? What do you think is like the future of Texas comedy? Like, how do y'all see it? And like, what role Corpus is gonna play in it? Or- I, I think I, it's gonna be tough. I mean, shooting from the stars, man. I, I, I was. I want Corpus to have. Their place in comedy history, like Houston does, you know, Houston has a rich comedy scene history. When you go back to, you know, um, Bill Hicks and Sam Kennison and Carl Above and, and you know all all these guys and Texas Outlaws and Jimmy Pineapple and Andy Huggins, I really think we can, you know, I, I think it's going to come from somewhere. Again, I'd like to think it, it's going to be Corpus. I think we got a lot of a lot of talent. I think we got a lot of diverse talent no one here sound we don't all sound like each other you know where you know not knocking anybody's style but if you go to austin yeah there's a lot of good comics but they all sound the same you know everyone's talking about the same shit what, you, what is you know. it like what are they t- like is it all to you or yeah yeah it's just real like dry humor deadpan awkward let me make this as let me you know let me make you feel awkward let me make you do a lot of literary references you know oh you didn't get that one it's because you're stupid you know you know kind of thing you know or if you go down to somewhere like a little further south you know it it all you know hey let me see how many mexican jokes i can spit out in 30 minutes where here it's a little more diverse you know you might have someone that's you know does a lot of latino humor but then the next guy goes up and might be a little nerdier or you know um might you know and someone goes up and Andy up there talking about blue cheese. Bad jokes. Shit. Andy's up there, you know, and he he has his little comic book perspective, you know, it, you know, even even us within our own little group, you know, one of the things that that makes our show work is we all grew up here. We all have similar backgrounds, but but different backgrounds. You you know, you know, I you know I grew up over on the west side, but I was bussed out to a magnet school, so I have that perspective. And Jake grew up, but he's very athletic. You know, so we all, even though we all came from the same streets, we all had di- very star. different experiences of the same yeah. region. So we get to tell our stories, you know, and and so I think that that has the makings of a strong comedy scene. You know, we we have. Everything you know, Each we got side. female. We got you know female comics. We got 
you know, little nineteen year old a female comic that's very good. You know, we got this uh Danielle. Danielle, Danielle Torres. Mm-hmm. Uh we got this uh another young kid, he's still in college, he's missing an arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> he, you know, so he gets to tell that kind of Why are you laughing because he's in college, fool? <laughs> <laughs> no, but but he does a lot of humor about about his you know, uh, about his arm, you, you know, and he gets to tell that story. I can't go up there and do one arm jokes, <laughs> yeah. you know. So that it's a like I said. So I, I feel like uh, I feel like as long as everyone continues to work hard, I think Corpus will be one of those places. Like man, a lot of good comics came out of there. And when you got when you got guys like Steve Trevino leading the way, that came out of here. We already have a rich history with Steve Trevino. Happy, happy the entertainer, you know, did very well for himself. He's probably towards the end of his career now. You know, ho- hopefully, you know, one of us does well ends up making a little name for ourselves some specials or something you know and and then that's all you need right just people say hey that guy from came from corpus that guy came from corpus that guy came from portland they're you know who before people start turning their heads like why are all these like really good comics coming from this one little region and i must say man that that room last night like it's like like we're hella worth the whole trip you know the the dry everything it was just like man i was telling i was like Maybe I'm spoiled or something, but like me in town, I have zero motivation to go do like some random open mic where I don't get feedback. Like it's not a true type of scenario. And, uh, you know, you just don't get the feedback. But to come out here, work with you guys in that particular space, like it was intimate. You know what I mean? The stage isn't all humongous. Um, And like my goal, like the first show, I was like hella nervous, just like rusty. It's like I've never told those jokes. Like 80% of them never told them they're like brand, brand new. And then I was like, okay, well, tomorrow I'm just going to try to at least just kind of get in my rhythm and, and settle and, you know what I mean, get more in the groove and right. not freak out as much. But Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good room and, and a lot of it's uh, due to, you know, uh, the guy that was running before had a lot of input. It's, it's a properly set up room. It's small. It's dark. The stage isn't too big or too small for the room. You know, the, the lighting is good. The sound's decent. You know, and it's downtown. No one comes downtown unless they have a reason. I mean, the hair dryers. That's that's one. That's one thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I mean, it has its, it has its thing. But but it, it's it's everything that you need to have a comedy show. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's small. It's not spread out. Everything's folk. The the stage is the focal point of the room. You know. Uh, there's minimal distractions, yeah. you know, nice it's, and so it's and it's intimate, you know, which is what you need to do a low key comedy show, you know. You're not gonna do high productions. There's not gonna be no pyrotechnics. There's not, yeah. you know, you know, you're not gonna set up. You're not gonna set up. There's nothing you don't need in there. You're not gonna set up a DJ on that stage. You're not gonna have a full band up there. It's just yeah, because you don't like, want to make it too multi-purpose. Right. It's a, it it's, a, it's a dude and a mic and a stool. And you're gonna get up there and tell jokes and true has, art form has a little offbeat the door that goes nowhere, yeah. <laughs> you know, on 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 the stage. What is on the other side of that door? The the, other, the street, the, street. <laughs> the sidewalk. There's not even like a little balcony. No, there's no balcony out there. <laughs> you, don't put your hand. Did on y'all, the that door was just there, or y'all put it there? The door was there. The door was there. Why I don't know what there? I don't know what used to be out there. There might have used to be a balcony out there, but there's no balcony out right. there now. In the 1700s. If you go if you go out to the front, well, it is. It's like a hundred year old building. That that building used to be uh, a hotel. 
and then it got haunted. Or actually, uh, uh, a brothel. Actually, there, there's uh, documentation. <laughs> that, that, that's why that staircase that connects the two buildings, both of those were hotels. And that's why it has that weird staircase that, that goes in between that. that used to be able to go out and in between. Uh, things, um, the the apartments that I used to live in used to be a hotel. Also, used to be called the Princess Hotel, and uh, that's where Al Capone used to stay. Al Capone used to come and visit Corpus every now and then. And where uh, yeah. was he getting shipments in, in the port or something? Yeah, right? he come come yeah. just conduct a little business bootleg and getting and spreading all his syphilis mm-hmm. bootlegging up in here. Wait, what? Syphilis? Yeah, that's how he died. Jo- who was it? John Guy? Prison? No, Al, Al Capone. Oh, Al Capone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you could die it. from syphilis? <laughs> good thing. Good thing I went in there. <laughs> got, got, got that shot. Got yeah. that. Uh, that was a cream. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. How we, how we doing on time? Like, we, we just passed an salve. hour, man. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I just got stabbed in the face. <laughs> I just got stabbed in the face, bro. From all the octopuses. <laughs> you gotta get checked out for that shit when you, you have a run in with an octopus. <laughs> so, where are you going for your uh, your honeymoon? I'm going to uh, the Grand Caymans, Jamaica, and uh, Chris Jericho Co- Cozumel. Is it a cruise? He, it's a cruise, yeah. Yeah, so so I'll be taking off that on that in a couple weeks. Man, I'm definitely so rocking. Looking forward you know, to, the, to that. No, I do pretty good. I've, I've been on some, like, fishing trips and stuff like that. and uh, uh, So I, I've, I've done some boating, like, on small crafts and stuff Dread like that. Mean. I'll take some driving meeting anyway because I hear like um, have you ever been on a cruise? No, never done a cruise. Uh, you've been. You've yeah. had your story. My understanding is some of the ports like you have to get on a small boat to get to, to the shore. Like and that if it's a bad day, like it can be choppy. a little choppy. So they recommend that you take some if you think you might possibly get seasick just to take it anyway. Chris Jericho boat too, right? <laughs> What Andy's all about the. Re- Andy loves wrestling. He he he. he I'm a wrestling and fan. there's a wrestler that's doing, he's doing a cruise boat. Chris Jericho cruise boat. He, yeah. What what's, what happens on a like? What's the theme? Yeah. Is he there? Yeah. He's yeah, gonna he's wrestle. There. He's gonna do a wrestling match on uh, the boat. Probably some Q and or something. And the original. Raw announcers are going to be there announcing. They do these sometimes. Uh, some sometimes like uh, like Little Jr. Like the, like some singers. Like I know I know John Mayer does like a cruise every now and then. He calls Pink it Pitbull. He calls it the Mayorcraft where he'll do some concerts during the week or sometimes the country, some of the some of the country there. stars do. That's interesting, like, like, man. How does that work? You like as an entertainer, you have to be able to like sell X amount of tickets. As part of your package, yeah. or like say the boat holds five thousand people or some shit, like you're in charge of bringing a thousand, and they do they get a special pass that's like the fucking you're on the George Lopez cruise or something. Yeah. Really, I think, that, I'm I think for like, his his like is the whole boat. He's got Chris Jericho boat. Bitch, this is my whole craft. And he's got commercials. Is it? He anytime you listen to Chris Jericho, he's pitching that boat. He's like, you got to get on the boat. What does he do? Like every year, once a year? Yeah, he only does it once a year. But the thing is, you got to have fans that got cruise money. Like he's got fans all over the world. I guess so. Like yeah, yeah. And then um, what else was I going to say about cruises? I was looking at the cruise. The cheapest one for one person is like fifteen hundred. That's expensive for a cruise, man. Days, like, in a cruise, by, like, 
It's a three day cruise, seven day. I think it's a seven day. That's not bad for a seven day. Cruise. See, is that, but those are for the the one you, you get the the shitty room, the room inside with no windows. Oh, that, yeah, see, so it's at a premium. That's expensive for an interior room. Yeah, but it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, bro. no, I'm saying you're paying for the fact that you're gonna get all that. Shit. I, I want to go to one of them Jimmy Buffett events, like when all the Jimmy all Buffett the paired heads. Yeah, when they all come Everybody's out, Everybody's wearing like flannel. Everybody got on Tommy Bahamas type margaritaville and shit. Like, yo, he's got that store over there in San Antonio by the uh, River Center. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mar- he's got the Margaritaville store. That shit's amazing, bro. He's in Jurassic Park. I've honestly never, li- I've never listened to Cheeseburger in Paradise like all the way through. <laughs> like that, that's the only two songs I know: Margaritaville, yeah, yeah, Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger oh, in Paradise. I was in Daytona, man, it was huge over there. Dude. Oh, he had a restaurant. It was Jimmy Buffett. He, he's a musician, but his whole vibe, his whole theme, like his whole brand, is on some like Hakuna Matata, live happy, be merry, Where don't worry, place? like beach hippie, right. sandals, beach hippie, okay, okay, hang out okay. at the beach. So yeah. Margarita, the easy living vibe, man. You know what I mean? Like that's what. Okay, he smoke weed. He hippie. Yeah, he's a yeah. Like I, I call him uh, surfer. What I call him the other day uh, on rents, the beach billies. Like hillbillies, but we don't got no hills around here. So they're just, like we we got we got this this buddy named Sean Miller. You got to meet him, uh, but he's like he's like super redneck, but he's also a surfer. Like it's it's oh, just that. Oh, I said, do with the curly hair, huh? Do with the curly hair. Yeah. Nah, he ain't got no, no, no hair. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The last time y'all did the ballroom. Uh, you, you you got to meet him, but hmm. oh okay yeah. But super like thick country accent, but he's like a surfer dude, like smokes weed, like it's like goddamn chingal, y'all well, yeah. go surfing later. Man, it, it, I think man, like there's so much like zen and like that type of shit when it comes to outdoor like nature type activities, like mm-hmm. little shit, like hobby. That's the type of hobby, man. That like. You tap into some tribal, you start tapping into your like Siberian roots and shit. You're a fucking <laughs> Bering Strait, Mongolian, you know, this Eskimo blood we got, you yeah. know. Yeah. But um, like we went to uh, we went to Costa Rica and they were playing um, some Jimmy Buffett somewhere. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, just that whole pura vida Costa Rica vibe mm-hmm. that shit stuck to me for a hot minute. Like I, I came back home, mm-hmm. I'm just present and I'm grateful for everything and I'm not stressing out. I'm not getting road rage, brother. I got the windows down. I'm jam- yeah, I'm jamming Jimmy Buffett. I like a little sand stuck on me from time to time. You know, You're trying to buy a hammock. I'm concerned with my tan and shit, and I'm, I'm exploring beyond the two. Jimmy Buffett songs yeah. and then after a while like city life like the rat race kicks in again right yeah. and you just all that shit goes out the window but um yeah I'm thinking the the Bob Marley tour is one of my excursions oh, yeah. Are you? I'm in Jamaica yeah oh, it's, a, it's a bus they take you up to the village where he was from kind of show you like yeah. like where he developed his sound at and kind of stuff like that so it's cool like, they take you on this trippy like Rastafari looking bus and like, looking forward to enjoying that. I heard they got good coffee beans and shit out there because of yeah? like, the, the tropical, whatever um, it is. They probably that's probably why the weed grows pretty good out there too. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been to Jamaica. Yeah. I went to Dutch oh, yeah. River Falls. It's this waterfall that like steadily goes down. It's like in levels, and you go to the bottom of the waterfall and you climb up while the water is coming down. It's super. It's fun. like a hike, basically. Yeah. 
you put those water shoes on and you climb up the while the while the water falling down on you, they have a thing you can climb up on. Oh, did you zip line and shit like that? Nah, I didn't do. I that ain't either. fucking with that either. I don't want to zip line, but I don't know if I got the weight. You don't make the weight snap. Yeah. They be putting that two fifty on there. Like who two fifty? <laughs> Who is 250 <laughs> Zip line <laughs> Thread, I would think that If you have more weight And your zip line Would make it more fun Because the I mean, light people They're just going uh, I mean can't you just put Like put two harnesses on me <laughs> You're flying through the woods Dude like you're Superman Or something 100 miles an hour <laughs> Man it's probably The control freak in me man But like I can't Control yeah. the brake okay. It feels like I'm falling yeah. Then you see them Doing that tandem You tell me about Those little bitches Weigh 125 <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I see some of them big bitches in the motherfucking zip line. Damn. Hey, what is it? Hey. That dude waiting there to catch him like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, that dude, that dude that be in the. You gotta get out to catch him. He's like, what's the matter? Put the pads on that motherfucker, right? That motherfucker got a gym mat for you. Dude, mass times velocity uh, yeah. equals inertia. That's a whole lot of inertia yeah. coming at you. Equals fucked up acceleration. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, too much momentum. Yeah, Yo, man, well, I've had a great time out here in Corpus, man. Um, I can't wait to work with y'all again. Hey, yeah, man. actually, Let's January 24th. Yeah. Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Pink Lounge. Word. My boy Midnight Spot, man. Hey. Uh, hey. I'm trying to get go there and do a hot little at 10 a, minutes. At, a, at Eventbrite. Yeah, get those tickets at Vatos Locals Comedy. Eventbrite.com. Yeah. And I spell it like that because it's my GED. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so we got Jacob, Andy, and Javi of the Vatos Locals. Y'all want to shout out y'all's Instagram, yeah. whatever your social? I mean, man, uh, make sure, Chingo, you were a guest on our Vatos Locals of Comedy podcast. We do that every, comes out every Monday on iTunes. You can follow us on iTunes or on Podbean, comedian Javi Luna.podbean. Dot com. Uh, my Instagram is Javi Luna Comedy. You can follow me on there. Funny is Andy on Instagram. And J Rod Comedy on social media, man. Uh, thanks for having us on as well, too. J Rod Comedy. J Rod Comedy, yes. Midnight's going to spell here, so nah. We'll let, we'll, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it. But yeah, we're we're gonna man. Google stay tuned because after this episode, it's gonna be the midnight episode. Thank y'all, man, for tuning in. If I hadn't mentioned it before, Tempe, Arizona, Tempe Improv, February second and third. I'll be out here with my boy uh, Jesus Sepulveda and Jerry Garcia. See y'all later, man. Peace. Thank you.